Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and Pontio Sprachschule Day. Good morning. Our topic today is called Life Before Google. And the reason we came up with this was because we were talking about what did you used to do before you had Google. These days you want to know something, you go into the internet, go into Google and put in the uh, search terms and hopefully get your results. Yeah, I guess as soon as I thought about that topic, it was like, yeah, what did I really do? And of course, there were libraries, there were library cards. There, there, there still are libraries and library cards. Yeah, but there were only libraries to go to. Okay. Or you, you called, I guess you made a phone call to somebody, you asked your aunt and uncle for some information, or I guess you wrote a letter. Or yeah. you, you had an encyclopedia at home. Encyclopedia at home? Actually, in my case, we never had one at home, no. I grew up without that. I had an encyclopedia at home. I had a child's encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. And so if I was doing homework and I needed to know something, and I'd go and get the encyclopedia out and mm -hmm. look up the uh, things. And I had, well, I had one when I was very young. And at some later stage, sort of grammar school type age, um, there was a sort of encyclopedia that came out and it was in a weekly instalment. So mm -hmm. I, I had that as well. And oh, each yeah. week was a different topic. And at the end you had the reference to find things. That was quite useful as well. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a farming family, and of course my parents believed in, you know, manual labor. I mean, not studies, so that was a bit different back then. Yeah. Okay, but how long have you used Google now? I think, I mean, I've been using the internet for the past five years, and I think I just started using Google about a year ago. Before okay. that, I would actually ask my husband to look up something for me. Okay. And then one time he said, oh, Maria, it's very easy. You just, you know, type this in and... Well, you go to Google and, write, and write. search. Yeah. Okay, so I learned to Google. You learned to Google. Yeah, it's and, a verb now. And you, and you find things quickly? Very easily, yes. I mean, of course I had to learn that sometimes they bring up some pages that are not really, you know, related to what I'm looking for, but I'm getting much quicker at that, yeah, to sort through things and to recognize the titles or, oh, I've seen that before, I know, or, yeah, and it's fairly easy do, now. Do you click through to the second page, third page? I know, in my experience, I usually, I usually find what I want to find on the first page. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the... the Estimate of search engine optimizing that, mm -hmm. you know, it's got to be on the first page or the second page or you're, right. you're lost. Right. Yeah. And I see sometimes they have quite a few entries, like, you know, for the, whatever keyword you give in, like 466,000 postings or whatever. Ponzi mm. yeah. on has about 400 entries. Yeah, I, I noticed that because <laughs> I went into Google and typed in my own homepage just to see how often it would bring it up, yeah. Yeah. So that's like 466 times, so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but I... I mean, I, I, in a way, we have come out of the dark ages, so to speak, by being able to use this kind of, you know, worldwide library from your living room. But I kind of miss the old ways, too. Having to actually... You miss looking something up? Yeah, well, yeah, I like the scent of a library. Or, you know, everybody's whispering there. Mm -hmm. or, uh, um, or just taking your kids there to the library. Uh, there are some... There's something nostalgic about it, I think. I, st I still use libraries at university. Oh, yeah. Because that was sort of the time the World Wide Web was developing. Mm -hmm. So I'd been using the internet for email up to then. And then World Wide Web starts coming out about 1994 mm -hmm. with, the, with the Mosaic. Actually, 1994, yeah, Mosaic browser. 
and so the first things were to get the library online so you could actually search what was in the library mm-hmm. using the web browser maybe but you still had to go to the library to look in the book so I was still going and yeah. borrowing books but I don't think I've t- borrowed a book from a library since I left university they do say that the use of the university library has dropped 20% mm-hmm. yes yeah. so. and the normal library? I don't know. Last time when I went there was about maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, they actually charged me a membership fee, which kind of surprised me because I always thought of the local, you know, city library being free. Yeah. And they said, uh, I guess maybe a protection fee or whatever they call that, but I had to pay 10 euros. Yeah, Oberosel charges this 10 euros to yeah. cover their costs of making the plastic card or whatever they give you, the chip card. Yeah, or maybe because of, you know, fewer people visiting the I library, I mean, just trying to I make up the cost by, well, you know, I think I think the card is probably one of the main costs. That mm. If everybody goes in there and says, I want a card just in case I want to borrow something. Right. And, and then go there once a year like I did. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah so they, they want to get their cost back off the card. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I suspect that's the reason, whereas in, certainly in the days of when I was going to the library in England, um, my local library still used paper cards. Mm-hmm. So you had a sort of pouch that you put card from the book went in and mm-hmm. you'd give them that to borrow the book obviously these things cost next to nothing so they didn't mm-hmm. have those costs mm-hmm. yeah and you know what come to think of it I still use the library but that's the school library mm. yeah because it's in walking distance mm-hmm. and yeah, my kids often check out books and sometimes I ask my husband just to bring something home from his library in the classroom so yeah I do read books of I course, but it, it's, it's not for looking up information. No, I like, to, I like going to the Oberursel Library, mm-hmm. because once a month, or particularly once a quarter, they have a, a big flea market, a small one once a mm-hmm. month now, and I like going to the, the big one once a quarter, and they also have games and things in there, and mm-hmm. um, CDs and stuff, and they're very, all very cheap and uh, to support the library. So yeah, That's usually Saturday mornings, right? The once a month is Saturday mornings, mm. and the once a quarter is, if I remember correctly, Thursday to Saturday. Ah, yeah, okay, so that runs for three days. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it doesn't bigger. match my hours, so that's why. Oh. Yeah, so life before Google was a different story, I suppose. Yeah, one of the other things you've got with Google, I mean, Google has this news feature, so I can search for any headline. If somebody says, you know, oh, did you hear about that and that, but they don't know the details, then I can search in Google. Mm-hmm. Helicopter flying by. Yep, I guess that happens once in a while. Sounds very low. Um, I would search in the news for that, for that, and I get a selection of articles from different newspapers that are now online. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before, obviously, yes, I'd have to go and buy a newspaper, mm-hmm. go to the library, maybe to read the newspapers, um, or go to the shop and look which ones are out and buy one, bring it home. Um, I used to buy foreign language newspapers and. Oh, yeah. take them to read for a weekend and I don't do that these days I mean, foreign language newspapers are expensive anyway mm-hmm. so I read those mm-hmm. online and even German newspapers it's very rare for me to buy one mm-hmm. um, yeah because you can read I it online I will read it online and even um, well doesn't it also cut down I mean on you know cutting down trees and all that and take your waste cuts down on paper obviously but yeah but I don't know how much of a newspaper would be recycled paper anyway so yeah, but still we have to start somewhere, I think. I mean, that's one good aspect about it, I think, definitely. But when it comes to a magazine, mm-hmm. like a glossary magazine, you know, with lots of pictures about Japan, for instance, I still like to hold it in my hand. Mm-hmm. What's difficult is, to, is the newspapers that are online, but wouldn't you to pay to access them? 
Yeah. Obviously, I can understand they want you to pay because they've got to recoup the money yeah. they're paying their journalists and they're not getting the money off the newsstands. Mm -hmm. But it's very difficult to be able to sort of browse one of these sites and decide whether you want to take yeah. out membership or not because very often you've either got to pay per article through whatever payment systems or you've got to have a, mem a, Actually, I have a monthly access. membership and... Yeah. I have access to like Korea Herald or Korea Times, mm -hmm. and uh, I can read it without being and a member. It, it, it depends what what newspaper. There are newspapers right. in Germany that say yes, we'll put a uh -huh. selection of our stories online free of charge, mm -hmm. and then there's others that say that if you want the full story, if you want the full PDF mm -hmm. of oh, the yeah. newspaper, town of sighting was one as well, um, then you pay us a small fee. Okay. Um, and can some say you can download on a day by day basis? Others want you to take out a monthly. Mm -hmm. um, contract mm -hmm. and it's very difficult because it's not the same as going to the newsstand and sort of I've got a choice of eight newspapers and which one am I going to buy today because which mm -hmm. one covers the story I want the best right. I've got to subscribe to more than one system mm -hmm. so that's the downside that's, and that's nice when Google uh, give you the excerpts and you can sort of see oh actually that one's it's always coming out of that particular newspaper perhaps I should have a closer look at that oh yeah yeah, well, I wouldn't want to miss Google, I can tell you that. I mean, of course, I've gotten so used to it, I could not imagine going back. I, I'm wondering when something's going to come which will surpass Google, because there were days when... Oh, that will happen too, yes. Oh, yeah, there were days when uh, I think everybody used Yahoo. Mm -hmm. Most people I knew used Yahoo for searching. Um, there came a time when Alta Vista mm -hmm. was becoming very interesting, because they had their own search engine, and... We're trying to go a slightly different way to Yahoo in how they did their searching and, and indexing. And so I started using those. And so, I don't know, for some reason I got uh, across from Alta Vista to Google and I've been with mm -hmm. Google ever since. That's probably about seven years now. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think about life before Google? How did you use to find your information before Google was there to search in? Or what do you use these days if you don't use Google? Let us know by writing in the form on themondaypodcast.com forward slash forum. Okay. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, okay. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionsprachschule.de. For more information, visit www.themondaypodcast.com. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley, 61440 Oberursel, Germany.